Chapter One of Bunny Brothers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lily. Bunny Brothers by Jacqueline Clayton. Chapter One. Naughty Pinky. Mrs. Bunny had laid the breakfast, and now she was very busy stirring the porridge over the fire to keep it from burning. Every now and then she stopped to listen. This was because she did not hear the children getting up, and she was afraid they would be late for school. It was quite half an hour since she had called them, and then little Pinky had complained of a sore throat and said he did not feel well enough to get up. Mother Bunny paid little heed to this remark. He was often ailing on Monday morning, but usually got much better as soon as the others had started for school. You see, Pinky was rather a lazy little thing and he simply could not bear sitting on a hard bench all the morning and doing sums and dictation. So all his brothers and sisters were in a much higher class, although they were younger than he. All this was rather worrying for Mrs. Bunny, and whilst she stirred the porridge, she tried to think of a way to teach Pinky to be a good boy. At last the kitchen door opened, and little Percy appeared. He was followed by Patty and Taddy, the twins, and Tiny Tim, the youngest of the family. They had all washed their faces nicely and smiled as they entered, knowing that their mother would be pleased with them. They took their places round the table, and Mrs. Bunny gave them each a little bowl of porridge. Then she said to Percy, Why isn't Pinky ready? It is the third time he has been late. He says his cuff is too bad, and if he goes out in the cold wind, it will be the death of him, answered Percy. Very well, said Mother. He shall stop in bed today. Now get your satchels and run off to school directly you have finished, whilst I go and put a mustard plaster on Pinky's chest. Mother then went out of the room, carrying a large tin of mustard. At the door she turned to call back, If you are good, you shall have plum pudding for dinner. Oh, how lovely! Oh, how lovely! cried all the children, clapping their hands. We shall be very good, dear mother. And they flew to the row of pegs where their hats and bags hung. Pinky was lying in bed, picking the feathers out of his pillow, and then blowing them up to the ceiling. But when he heard his mother coming upstairs, he turned over and closed his eyes. As she came into the room, he groaned a little, and then cuffed. Perhaps I was too hard on him, she thought, as she came up to the bed, and Pinky cuffed again. Then he opened his eyes and said in a feeble voice, A little water! A little water! I am choking! his mother now quite alarmed ran to get some and when pinky had taken a few drops she told him to lie very still while she went to fetch uncle badger uncle badger was a doctor and none of the children liked him very much because he used to pull their ears and give them nasty medicine i don't want uncle badger moaned pinky he always makes me worse but mother was already on the landing and did not heed him Pinky hated medicine and gruel, which he knew he should be forced to take if Uncle Badger came. He thought Mother would have wrapped him up in a shawl and let him sit by the fire with his best toys, as she usually did when he had a cold. He wished now that he had not coughed quite so much. After picking some more feathers out of the pillow, he scratched a little paper off the wall. Then there seemed nothing left to do in bed, so he got out and wandered round the room and found it very dull. Suddenly, he saw a large blue bottle fly crawling on the window. 
After that, he spent quite a happy time trying to catch it. And indeed, he was so busily engaged that he did not see Mother and Uncle Badger coming up the garden path. But they saw him, and Uncle Badger laughed and said, Well, my dear, I'm afraid that young rogue of yours has been cheating you again. He doesn't appear to be very ill. Poor Mother was almost angry. He really must be punished this time, she cried. And she and Uncle went into the parlor to arrange what was to be done. I'm sure a good fright is the only way to break him off these tricks, said Uncle five minutes later as they went upstairs. Pinky was curled up in bed again and looked most unhappy when they entered. He made his teeth chatter and complained of the cold in a sad voice. The doctor glanced at Mrs. Bunny and shook his head in a sorrowful manner. This is very sad, very sad, he said as he felt Pinky's pulse. Dear, dear, why wasn't I called in sooner? Of course, I shall do all that I can, but it will go very hard with him. Mother stood by the bed with her apron held to her eyes. The first thing we must do is to put on some strong mustard plasters, Uncle Badger went on, one on the front and one on the back. Don't weep, dear, but fetch me a kettle of boiling water. Yes, yes, let me do anything that I can to save my child, sobbed Mrs. Bunny. When she had left the room, Uncle Badger pulled Pinky's ears. Now mind you do all that I tell you and drink your medicine, or it will be the worse for you, he said severely. Yes, Uncle Badger, murmured Pinky in a very frightened little voice. He had a hard feeling that he must be really ill, although he had been quite comfortable until Uncle Badger came into the room. How dreadful it would be if he could never go into the lovely fields any more, or dance with his little friends in the moonlight on the hilltops. Whilst Pinky was indulging in these mournful thoughts, Mother and Uncle Badger were busily engaged at a small table mixing the mustard for his plasters and speaking together in low tones. As they came towards the bed, Uncle Badger said, Of course, he must not be left alone a single minute. You had better let me send Nurse Raven to look after him. Your hands are full enough already with all the other children. Oh, no, no! cried Pinky in quite his natural voice. Nurse Raven is horrible, and she becks me if I move. I don't feel a bit ill now. And he sat up in bed. Poor child, how very sad. It is the fever. He is delirious, you see, whispered Uncle Badger. Aloud, he said, there, there, you will soon be better. Lie still and let me put this nice mustard on your poor little back. Pinky struggled, but it was of no use. Uncle Badger held him firmly by the shoulder, and soon the plaster began to burn. I will bear it until he is gone, thought Naughty Pinky, and then I can tell Mother I feel almost all right and quite well enough to get up for dinner. I don't want to miss the plum pudding I heard her promising the others they should have. But Mother did not seem so kind as usual. As soon as Uncle Badger had departed, she poured out a large cupful of yarrow tea, which she made Pinky drink, in spite of his cries. Pinky, Pinky, I'm ashamed of you, she said. You must be good if you want to get well quickly. Uncle says you are to take this every two hours and only a little water girl for a week. Then, perhaps, he will let you sit up for a short time in the afternoon. I tell you, 
I don't feel ill. I'm quite well. I'm quite well, stormed Pinky, pushing the cup from him. But Mother only smiled and said, You're very ill, my poor little boy. You have no idea how ill you are. And she shook her head sadly. Then there was a tap at the door, a nasty sharp tap. And when Mother said, Come in, it opened, and there stood Nurse Raven. She looked very severe. Her hard gray eyes flashed like steel and seemed to say, I'll teach you to pretend you're ill. She curtsied to Mrs. Bunny at the same time, saying that Master Mole was going to bring her boxes later, as the doctor told her not to wait for anything but to come at once. Mother Bunny thanked her and said she must go and see about the dinner, or there would be nothing for the children when they came back. Pinky cried and held her hand, but she drew it gently away, and the next moment he found himself alone with the terrible nurse Raven. End of chapter 1 Recording by Lily